Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's No Houlihan. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we get to our fantastic episode with the folks of Living in 8-Bits, I have to tell you about our upcoming shows. We will be at ZenkaiCon. That's going to be March 27th at the Lancaster Convention Center. We're going to be doing two panels. We'll be doing stand-up comedy along with... Beyond the Tentacle. It is our Japanese fetish panel, so be sure to be there for both of those fantastic shows on March 27th. If you can't, then I highly recommend you head on over to the Castle Point Anime Convention in Hoboken, and you can catch us there April 28th. If you're crazy like us, you can do both, but I don't think anyone's crazy like us. Uh, We are also happy to announce, this is the first time I'm announcing this, that we are returning to... John Con, yes, John Con, the annual Johns Hopkins Science Fiction and Fantasy Convention located at John Hopkins College. So be sure to check us out there in Baltimore, Maryland. That's going to be April 10th, 11th, and 12th. And we are also heading back to Nauticon. So if you are in the Cape Cod area, head on down to Nauticon. It is in Provincetown, Massachusetts, May 15th through the 17th. And this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Amazon. Please click the link below and shop as normal to support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I just got a text message, so I gotta go. So without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. We're on the road, we're going home, to the place where wild nerds roam, with pretty girls and dudes and kids, going to con. Who's ready for a podcast? Yeah, that's right. Who's here to do other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast? That's nice. right. They're getting on there board. Yay, store owner. They're, they're, they're starting to get uncomfortable with lying to me every week. Excellent. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. We're recording live at Adventureland in the world's strangest mall, the Voorhees Town Center, located at 2120 Voorhees Town Center, Voorhees Township, New Jersey. I am joined, as always, by shade number 23 in my 50 shades of gray, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? Which one's 23? It's like mid-gray. Ooh. All right. Like a like a gray expo. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right one. in the. It's, it's it's not very close to dark gray or light gray. It's right in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's like a base gray. This all make. I've never been this tired. So this all makes perfect sense to me. Excellent. <laughs> Our guests this week are the actors and creators and writers and directors of Living in Eight Bits. Give it up for the writers and creators of Living in Eight Bits. <laughs> There are literally dozens of people who are happy to see us. <laughs> it's true. It's well, how often do you get to say that? <laughs> dozens of people. Yeah, look at that. We have dozens of fans. I mean, that's better than what you would feel in your home, right? <laughs> Unfortunately. You have under dozens of people in your home that cheer for you. So well, there you go. So yeah. you're welcome. There, oh, thank you, Noah. I will let you guys do your own intro because I already messed up the first one. Oh, no worries. No worries. <laughs> Um, I'm Mike. I'm the 
creator, producer of Living in 8-Bits. Uh, I'm Joey. I am a cast member on Living in 8-Bits. I am Mario, Justin Bailey. Um, I was Ash Ketchum once. <laughs> and who else am I? I'm, I'm another, oh, I was, I was uh, Jimmy. Was it Pokemon 16-Bit? Uh, there Game it is. Boy. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> Game Boy was an 8-bit bit, bit system. Okay, start, so. all right. I just like that as an answer just to like... <laughs> mm, Game Boy. Didn't you vote against universal health care? Mm, Game Boy. <laughs> just walk out. That would go so great on the Senate floor. Yeah. <laughs> mm, Game Boy. Mm. Oh, that's a good no, point. But you know what, though? See, this is going to be the opposition because this is a conservative opposition mm-hmm. to everything. Mm-hmm. They're just going to be like... Super Game Boy's Obamacare. <laughs> for Game Boy. They're forcing it down our throats. Yes. Because it's not played on the actual system. <laughs> you put it through another cartridge. Uh, you're, you, you're not going directly to the company. <laughs> this is a good analogy. I like this. And then the libertarians are like, it's, Game and- Gear! No, that's over. Stop. <laughs> you're not getting it anywhere with that. It was a nice that. idea. <laughs> <laughs> or the Linux. <laughs> yeah, Who yeah, remembers Linux. the Linux? I don't. Was that the one that had like you played like this with your friend? Like it had two sides? Or no, that, that was the, it. Was the Atari? That was the Lynx. Handheld, that was right? the Lynx. I'm thinking. Yeah, you're thinking of the Lynx. You're literally just I, holding two hands. Yeah. Out. <laughs> I, I, oh, this is a podcast. I forgot. <laughs> yes. No, it was. You're thinking of Thumb War. That was, thumb war. was Thumb War. It could also be worse. It could be the Sega Nomad. Oh, I consider buying a Nomad every time I see one. If you guys don't know, the Nomad is the Sega, the handheld Sega Genesis. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it Did, takes like eight AA batteries. Six or six. <laughs> Yeah, about fifteen minutes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Not long enough to beat any Sega Genesis <laughs> game. <laughs> Those things don't save. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about living in eight bits. What? This hasn't gone off the rails enough. No, already? no. We can go more off the rails if you want. <laughs> Talk about uh, something completely different. <laughs> so <laughs> nice Monty Python reference. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, my if I if you hear my microphone, it's because it's slowly dipping down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got, got the depressed mic. So uh, that, if you hear like. That's why. Um, so anyway, uh, we are a group of filmmakers from South Jersey. Um, we make all kinds of things, you know, short films, feature films, web series. But it seems what we're most known for right now is this web series that we do, Living in 8-Bits, which is a sketch comedy series that takes the logic and tropes of retro video games in general, and we make sketches out of them and we kind of do it in a mockumentary style uh like if a documentary is actually made on these characters um we have 50 episodes five seasons uh we just released a dvd which is right here on sale for twenty dollars i'm peddling to our dozens of fans (laughs) (laughs) and we're also affiliated with retroware tv which is a big retro gaming site um and because of all this, we've worked with many different people. James Rolfe, the Angry Video Game Nerd, if you know who he is. He's mm-hmm. in a couple episodes, and I was also an editor on the Angry Video Game Nerd movie. We know the Game Chasers, Gaming Historian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to leave people out. And square we, Painter, a lot of Square Yes, we painter. do know Square Painter. <laughs> Adam is, our, is a good butt of ours, and he's been in quite a few Living in 8-Bits episodes now. So, mm. yeah. So that's what we do in a nutshell. Yes, and I gotta say, I love the show, and I'll admit, uh, this is actually gonna be episode number 80 
of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Congratulations. All I've right. tried to get Mike on since episode <laughs> one of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast because I enjoy his show so much. He's actually in my favorite uh, Living in 8-Bits, and that's where you play uh, the recorder. And then you get taken away by oh, a, uh, <laughs> by a tornado. You're going back to episode uh, three. three. Yeah, episode three. <laughs> that was one of the, the first three pilot episodes we shot where we had no idea what the show was going to be. It was just such a great, simple joke of just like, I'm going to play the recorder, and then a tornado takes him away. And Mike just stands there and goes, I need to be home for dinner. <laughs> it was so perfect. I love it well, so thank much. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, so 50 episodes, uh, it was kind of implied that you were done with it at the end of episode 50 do, do, do you want to speak on that is uh, this we're taking a break all right that's uh i we ended episode 50 in a way to make it a little ambiguous so that we can have the series if it's going to continue go in any direction we want because we have we've been tied to this specific format for right. so long that we want to see we want to try other things with the idea and the concept, but you can't do all of it within that singular format. You want to live in 16 bits, don't you? <laughs> we have already a couple times. I think we've even made some 64. Oh, my goodness. What? Yes, I know. We That's actually generally my favorite YouTube comment is when someone points it out like, this is 16-bit, <laughs> not 8-bit, and they think like I've you lost fool. all my credibility. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> someone in the audience said, unsubscribe! <laughs> So, but I'm sorry. That's the funniest thing. I've ever heard. But to say the the series is dead is not true. We we I don't think we said that. No, yeah, I don't think anyone was saying that. We we're taking a break because I think we are all just a little burnout. Uh, with doing 50 episodes, five seasons, it's very tough. Doing the DVD was a big undertaking, and we want to expand and see what else we can do. And since I do a vast majority of the production work it also takes a toll on me yeah so we want to just try to to make everything work better as a team so right taking a little bit of a break um but the series is not over okay good that 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 was as ambiguous as i wanted it to be (laughs) so thank you for that information (laughs) well i mean the real reason is because joey next to me is uh yeah, you know, he's just a horrible person to work with. You know, I, I thought I that. Stand yeah. him. I mean, oh, hi, Joey. Hi, how you doing? I, I am here. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, it seems like hello. Joey's uh, character in uh, Eight Bits. He plays many different ones, but creepy is usually the one that sticks with him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how Mike initially cast me for like everything. He's like, I need a creepy Mario, guy, but creepy. You do it so well. <laughs> he's like, I need a really creepy guy to play this role. Are you available? Of course I am. Why not? <laughs> I'm available creep on film, as you, always. He calls you up, and then he j- you just appear behind him? Yeah, yes. I'm already there. Yeah, I'm already I am available. Yeah, of course. In his car, I- and he's driving. Well, <laughs> well, also, a lot of it is our bastardized interpretation of these popular characters. <laughs> I, you know, we made one of the most lovable video game characters in the world a total psychotic you know, sociopath. <laughs> Yeah, and not like that a murderous one, one, but just a stalker one. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, method, a- method acting <laughs> is, is really how that comes about. <laughs> I studied so. the role very, 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 very deeply. <laughs> but you know what, though, that mixed with uh, another one of our writers and cast members, Matt, mixing that with Luigi, and just it, I think you two have become 
the most popular or at least our favorites. We 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 have a lot of fun. You know what? We've been waiting for Luigi like forever, and I think it was Orens who really got the ball rolling on that one. Yeah, Jeff was Jeff was very adamant that we have Luigi in the show, and then Matt was he fits the physical aspect when you put him next to Joey because he's taller, he's yeah. linkier, and more. Have have more of a social awkwardness to him, which is something that Luigi has. <laughs> so they it actually meant a really good pairing, and those episodes are some of my favorite. The, Matt wrote uh, episode forty nine, which is Super Mechanic Brothers, and that I think is one of the best written ones. And sadly, it is currently the lowest viewed episode really? of all of our episodes, but it's one of our favorite. Oh, <laughs> guys, get on that. After after you're done listening to this. Ready yes. for 12 more views? Yes. <laughs> I can't oh, wait to get 12 more views. It's you know what, we could by actually, dozens. Well, we could actually have dozens right now because we're about 30 subscribers away from 4,000. Oh, okay. And, yeah, we've been sitting within 100 of 4,000 for, <laughs> like, months. And, I, and I'll check it every morning and we'll have... Five more than the day before, but then by the end of the day, we'll lose three. <laughs> oh, and it just keeps fluctuating. So it, we would love to break that threshold. It's because of those 16-bit episodes. Man. I know. <laughs> I was wondering, because so, uh, like, anything we have, like Twitter or Facebook, whenever, like, sometimes I'll get obsessed with followers and, or whatever the word is, and then it'll go down. And I'm like, who, who unlikes something? Because yeah. like, it's hard to do, especially on Facebook. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, I'm that angry. <laughs> Unlike this, and you feel like kind of personally hurt. You're like, yeah. "What did I do? Why don't you like me?" <laughs> yeah. I am going to go through all of my subscribers <laughs> and see who is missing. <laughs> I take a four thousand of you, <laughs> give or take. Greg's still it's here. Take. It's less than four thousand. <laughs> You've already admitted. Thank, thank you for reminding me of how I'm short of about thirty. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say how many people in the audience, but if each of you make three. Accounts to subscribe. Yeah, yeah. You You'd be six over. So you're <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Do some math, internet. <laughs> Literally dozens, <laughs> dozens of fans. Now, I also I owe a great debt to Mike because Mike is the reason that I have a profile on IMDb. <laughs> yes, uh, I was in his film Township, and. Uh, I originally, I will say, I was originally non-speaking, and then I, I forced in the line, "Sir, you forgot your rooster," and and now I'm I'm on the internet forever. So thank without you so any much context, like, yeah, <laughs> just sounds weird. But no, it's it's really cool. And if you watch our Lord of the Rings style behind the scenes documentary, because it is quite long, there there is a shot of you, Noah. I appear in, on this DVD. You are on the DVD in a shot when we're talking about our past films. Hello, IMDb credit number two. Yeah. <laughs> Noah Houlihan, uncredited background character. Wait, I Noah Houlihan as Noah Houlihan. Yes, uncredited. No, but yeah, I've, I've known Noah since uh, almost 10 years now. God, really? Yeah. Damn. That was 10 years ago because we've, we've since swept that film a little bit under the rug. <laughs> Um, so it has not seen much of the light of day for a while, but that is okay. Uh, and also, who worked on that film? You knew Lurie from yes. our cast, Carmen, mm-hmm. uh, you, and uh, a couple other people. So yeah, yeah, we 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 go back some ways. Yes, we do. And uh, I have to bring up one of the big scenes from Township. So so don't say anything yet. I have. To, I'm going to poll the crowd. Show of hands. 
in a fight, who would win? Link or Mega Man? Votes for Link. Hmm. This is your crowd, Mike. (laughs) This is your crowd. All right, well, what about Mega Man? You can settle it in Smash now. Yeah, now, yeah, now no. we have a definitive answer. <laughs> Do they well, pay you for using their catchphrase? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Settle it in Smash. There, there is, in our dozens of people here, there, <laughs> there is a man in a suit. With he has a cease and desist in one hand and a bag of money in and another. A handful of nickels. Oh, yeah. Here we are with the bag of money again. A burlap sack with sap. the do- dollar yeah, sign on it. It's just got a cent sign. Don't upsell it. But, but who who you know what it's sad I don't even remember who we said oh you don't remember Big in Man. the end we decided due to range attacks and the ability to carry more health upgrades Mega Man would take Link that's right because of the E tanks and the E tanks and that he and loses he has- the ability to shoot his sword after one damage. But you know what, though, I, it's is kind interesting. Of assuming Link's just sitting there while Mega Man's collecting like all the armor pieces and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> like in a room. Like I really wish you'd get over here. <laughs> but the interesting thing, though, because they added this mechanic in Smash, Link's shield deflects any of Me- Mega Man's projectiles. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a really hook. other than Metal Blade, really, or I mean the wood. But like his. Yeah, the pea shooter or the mega buster can get deflected from the shield or uh, oh, the crash bomb. You know, yeah. mm, that that does. Change. It adds. A, I'm going to stick with Mega Man for E tanks, and I think Rush was involved in the argument yeah. when we talked about this. <laughs> this. This was a long, like three minute scene in a romantic comedy. You can imagine, <laughs> yeah. how this went over at our premiere. <laughs> there, there were people who were there who were like. Why am I here watching this but I movie? But I bet there was I one believe- guy that was like, thank God, because this movie was losing me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I, one verse. <laughs> I actually remember being at the premiere and somebody left on that scene. Like, yeah. this is not for me. <laughs> they, were, they were older ladies. Uh, they, they, they were obviously past their 50s. Um, one had a cane, so I can I can imagine. Yeah, and she was a huge Link fan, and she was just like, yeah. I'm not listening to this garbage anymore. Yeah, she... <laughs> She was not happy with our analysis. Yeah, I just I remember when I first got involved with this. You sent me the script, and I read that scene. And I was like, "Oh, that's great!" And then the day we shot it, the guy who had to do the speech about it was like, "Can we cut this?" <laughs> no, <laughs> this is important. <laughs> We're settling a very long debate. But the other uh, quote in there that we had that I have not, and I don't know how I haven't quoted it in Living in Eight Bits, but choosing a Mega Man game is like choosing a fine wine. Oh yeah, I remember that line. That was a really good quote, and mm-hmm. I and I don't know why we haven't recycled that. Yeah, because I recycle so many other jokes from my past. <laughs> why why write one? new ones? Yeah, I, they're already there, and nobody saw the other movies. So <laughs> yeah, I would love to see a living in bait in a bit comment that said, "You use this in township." <laughs> <laughs> you hack. For- Who is this guy? <laughs> it's like, how did you even get a copy? <laughs> how have so you seen confusing. it? Confusing. So. Like, yeah. God, I know who I IMGB page. <laughs> I'm checking out this guy in the plus two comedy podcast. I, I need his email so I can tell me sucks. I, I also said on his profile that he was part of production crew, which is why I heard that buzzing in that scene that was four minutes and 32 seconds in. There was a bad sound edit, and like he was that. using the boom mic at that time. So I blame it on Noah. When Mike Let does the out. nerd voice, it sounds like he's also eating. 
<laughs> to be fair, whoever was leaving that comment was probably, probably far more accurate. <laughs> Enjoy your Domino's pizza for one. You know what's interesting though? Mega Man brings about the most vehement comments on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're a Mega really? Man sort of. We all right. So <laughs> we tried. Like obviously, what our thing is, we're narrative film. That is yeah. what people know us for. That's what people go to the channel for. We wanted to try other kinds of content on the channel, so we tr- we experimented with top tens, and we did um, a Mega Man top ten best weapons ooh. and a Mega Man top ten worst weapons. Ooh. And Just, you would th- you're I couldn't name twenty Mega Man weapons. If you <laughs> but, <laughs> but you would think with our choices for worst weapons that we are the Antichrist. Mm. And people, you put Bubble and Topspin real high, didn't you? They were well. Topspin was actually on our uh, our worst weapons and. Let's see the ones that they get mad at. Like, they get mad at that. Someone got mad at because I chose Gemini Laser from Mega Man Three. What? They're like, that is a great weapon. You just don't know how to use it. You don't know how to play this game. All right, you're choosing weapons in the and you're showing examples of them in the wrong context. If you knew how to use them right, you wouldn't under- appreciate them. You're wrong. You're wrong. It and it, it's so. Like just angry, and I don't even. We, I actually respond to a lot of the comments on our oh, videos. That oh, one I just why? I leave alone. Mike Mike made the understatement of the year. He actually responds to every comment. Oh much. no! Yes. Um. Oh. My favorite one though. I love the Mega Man comments, um, and that's that's what I'm thinking. That's why we get those negative three subscribers every morning. Yeah, don't feed because the trolls, they, dude. They they go back and Sometimes they check. Sometimes it's fun. No, um, we, we, well, somebody. I, the I, tree I, is what I was thinking. The tree comment was probably my favorite. Oh gosh, yeah, we yeah. had a uh, a gag in one of ours where Carmen was. Uh, it was an episode forty one inventory screen, and the gag was Carmen started as a lumberjack. He always has an axe in these scenes, <laughs> so he's chopping down a tree, and the next scene he's chopping the logs. The next scene he has built a chair, and then the fourth scene he has whittled the chair down the toothpicks yes and of of that the what the person took away from it was you were chopping a tree and destroying a tree for a joke for a web series <laughs> and, did, and therefore you were destroying the earth guys the tree is fine it is a gigantic oak tree trust me it is fine but like another comment we we got a really negative comment we did a this and, and all credit goes to Lori for this. We did a cover of Mario Kart Love Song. And somebody actually left a comment on the Mario Kart Love Song video about, I didn't subscribe for this or, like, this, <laughs> this is terrible. You? And Yeah. And you made were, me feel. They were angry that we did the song. It's like, okay. And I, and I think I commented back, like, yes, because the less hasting would have been, you know, to leave it alone and not watch it. <laughs> so. See, that's people that, are crazy. We are anything we do is a wasteland of comments. There's just nothing there. But when we do other people's projects, they get comments. Yes, and I love it's like crack for me. I'll never respond to it, but just like reading the passive aggressive, like mm-hmm. starts as a compliment, but then they decided they didn't want to compliment you. Yeah, like I'm, I'm semi tempted to go on my phone and, <laughs> and pull check up some what good some ones. Of these Mega Man top ten oh. comments are. <laughs> Unsubscribed. Well, before you do that, there's one thing that we have to talk about because you're on the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, Mike uh, reached the top of the mountain. Mike was in a movie with Ben Affleck. Yes, I was. What? (laughs) Can you please describe that experience for me? I was an extra in Jersey Girl. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that movie. I don't get why people don't. Yeah. 
Well, they shot it locally in Paulsboro. So I was in this scene, and you can actually see me. It's the Sweeney Todd scene towards the end of the movie, Mm -hmm. and it starts with the one guy doing the, you know, the slow clap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the second time they cut to him, it's a wider shot. You can see me, the middle right of the frame, Mm -hmm. with my head slightly tilted, with a very angry-looking face, because I was sitting there for 14 hours (laughs) in a wood seat with no cushion. Yep. Clapping. (laughs) And if you actually look at some of the shots, we're not actually clapping, because for sound purposes, we were... You can't. Nobody out there can, other than our dozens of people here, can see. <laughs> but I was. We were like air clapping. Yeah, the hands <laughs> never made contact. But yeah. But I was there. I met George Carlin before he passed away, which was awesome. Uh, Mike Starr, who was uh, in Dumb and Dumber and Goodfellas mm-hmm. and Ed Wood. Uh, Stephen Root, who was Milton in Office Space. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Um, Liv Tyler called me cute. Oh. Um, I met, and this is for film nerds, I met Vilmos Zygmunt, who was the director of photography. He <laughs> shot Close Encounters of the Third Kind and oh, The wow. Deer Hunter. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've met Kevin Smith many times. So it's, yeah, you can actually find me in Jersey Girl. Did, did you not meet Ben Affleck? I did meet Ben Affleck. You got to tell us about that. Well. <laughs> Don't it, you do tell. We, we were walking uh, towards, I, I was just, because it was shot at Paulsboro High School. Right, and I was walking in the hallway because they had uh, food in like the cafeteria and all that, but the scene was being shot in the theater. So I was walking to and from, and the producers were actually really cool to me. They let me hang out by Video Village and watch takes as they were going on, and and so I was turning a corner and I bumped shoulders with Affleck, and he had just done uh, Daredevil, so he was. He, first off, he's like a six foot three, six foot four guy. Yeah, and he was buff. Yeah, so he was. That does nothing to do with Daredevil. That's just everyday. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, he's dumb. also a gorgeous man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I bumped into him, but the thing that impressed me was he stopped and said, "Hey, I'm sorry. Are you okay?" And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, and I couldn't really muster out anything um, verbally. <laughs> And he was like, okay, and he just kept going. Uh, but it, but he wasn't a jerk. You know, he could have just kept going and acted like a jerk. But no, he stopped and said, like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Wow. I I don't know. I you give were a- wronged by Ben Affleck, and then he apologized. Yeah. I give credit to that. <laughs> That's and, it, and it's funny, too, because when I was at MAGFest uh, last month, uh, Ben from Port Center, a really, really fun. This guy is awesome, by the way. If you haven't checked out Port Center, do it. Uh, he was telling me that he had a similar Ben Affleck story, except his involved Affleck in a car. So Affleck almost hit him in a car <laughs> while turning a quarter, but Affleck was like, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Are you okay? Mm, see, I like this story less. Because no. <laughs> I don't, but, I don't but, like... we were, but we were bonding because we both had the same Ben Affleck story. Yeah, but I don't, now it's making me feel like he's a bumbling fool, and I don't like that image of <laughs> or he needs Ben glasses. Affleck. He just runs into individuals. You don't cover up that face. Hey, I, I think you should do Batman without the mask. <laughs> That's how I feel about without things. Without the cow? How do, you, how do you do that, though? You don't cover up Ben Affleck's face. I'm just saying. Uh, well, <laughs> well, you'll still get to see the gorgeous chin. The gorgeous, mm-hmm. dishonest chin mm-hmm. of Ben Affleck. So, uh, yeah. so we like to geek out on this show. And we do it with a segment called What You Watch and What You Read and What You Play. It's where we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading what you're playing. Joe, you haven't gotten to say much. What you been watching? Um, so anyway, we're talking here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I'm God, kidding, Joey. No, I'm that's kidding. that's my typical um, 
podcast experience. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I actually, I actually do talk a whole lot. No, I'm actually well because I you actually have so much. No, you have so much good stuff to say, and you're a very good representative. So I, I'm just, I just I, enjoy I'm, listening. I'm to just you hurt because I found out that Mike did a whole bunch of podcasts before doing mine. <laughs> to oh, look, look what I just did. <laughs> I've done two. Two? How dare you? Let's we got to keep going, Joey. What you <laughs> watching? <laughs> I'm We're sorry, running long. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I I don't watch much TV, but what I do watch, I've been watching Peggy. I've been watching Peggy Carter. I like that show. Oh the, yeah, Agent Peggy Carter is really good. Is Did it you good? like Shield? She- Not as much. Okay, like because I, I don't know if I want to watch. Pe- I didn't like Shield. It's Agent like so many Avengers references without the Avengers just showing up, which well, is kind of sad. <laughs> well, the good thing is I like about Agent Carter is. It, because those Avengers aren't there, yeah, you don't have to create excuses in the story for them, for them not, not to be the oh, exactly. See, I hate exactly. that. Exactly. Oh, no, there's like every episode. There's like some reference to the Battle my, of New York. Yeah, or like Captain America. Where is it? Shield is summed yeah. up the episodes they did right after Captain America too. When they're like, "This is getting pretty extreme. We better call Nick Fury. He's not picking up. I don't know why." <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's the coolest thing is because Howard Stark is such a prominent part of the series. Guess who else is? Edwin Jarvis. Nice. Yes. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Good old, good old Jarvis. So. Um, yeah. So I do like I do like Peggy Carter a lot. Um, I kind of started watching Gotham, and then oh, I'm like, love why Gotham. is why is the Scarecrow here now? And why Bruce is anyone is there? Eight years old, and like this is the children. Know. That's that they yeah, would be alive still. They didn't magically. You know how George Lucas made Boba Fett like a little baby kid. George Lucas. Yeah, you heard me. All right. <laughs> Yeah, he's the son of Django Fett, remember? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do that with the entire and the you, That's what people want. Is their favorite is characters is Muppet Babies. Right? <laughs> now that I've said that, that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't Muppet Babies, though, so really contradict the Muppet movie? <laughs> yeah. Because the Muppet movie is how they all came together. There's a lot of continuity errors with yeah. Muppet yeah. Babies. Plot holes unsubscribed. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a soundboard for this <laughs> podcast so I could keep playing the <laughs> unsubscribe. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, was, I watched The Walking Dead. I'm sure like everybody else Boo. in America. Boo. Um, and Shameless, I really like actually a lot. You know what? That That's officially the third recommendation for Shameless, so <laughs> Shameless I have to watch it. Now. Oh, it's a, it's a very, very good, hilarious, well-written show, well-acted. I, I highly recommend it. And my roommates, they, we all binge watch it. Like, yeah. I'll do some shameless binge watch. You should, then. definitely. It's a good binge watch experience. Mike? Um, well, on TV, I'm excited because House of Cards is coming back really soon. Yes. Yeah, Love three. House of Cards. Um, and then, of course, everybody who's a geek now watches Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's almost Not cliche everybody. to watch it. Not everybody. Uh, I hate it. Well, only only uh, people who matter watch yes, Game yes, of Thrones. That is correct. That's oh, correct. bird! Sorry. Unsubscribe, <laughs> Mike. We're losing subscribers. <laughs> you gotta really like re- reel it in, man. Gosh, but I don't know. Like, I love uh, Parks and Recreation. I'm really sad yeah. that's ending. It took me way too long to discover my love for that show. Yeah. It, well, it's slow this start. It really like yeah. it takes a while to kick on, but like. 
it was on the other night. They did an entire episode dedicated to Johnny Karate. Yep. And it was awesome. Why is this not a real show? Chris Pratt, please make it happen. <laughs> you know what? Chris, well, Chris Pat, Pratt is busy training Velociraptors right now yeah. for mm-hmm. some sad reason. Hey, you know what? I will uh, watch Chris Pratt train Velociraptors uh, yeah. He's best day. friends with them. He's best. They're, they're his buddies and they're his pets. They're uh, come like his on. little Pokemon. Come on. Tell me you did not love it when I, he ro- the Raptors run out the gates and he's lo- like leading them yeah, on a motorcycle. Yeah, I did not. Velociraptors want to eat you. You are alive when Pratt. they start to eat you. But it's Chris Pratt. I remember Pratt. this line. It's it's Star Lord, no, man. I, I know, but Velociraptors act like the Predator. He probably killed right. one of them, and then the Predator gave him a little 1776 <laughs> yeah. pistol. Oh, no. What? Oh, the <laughs> Alien vs. Predator was just so, so disturbing. <laughs> but you know what's awesome, though? The That's new Predator Cooker. The new Alien movie. <laughs> no, I was thinking. Oh, yeah. No, I was thinking. <laughs> That was Danny Glover. I was thinking Alien vs. Predator where he was like the hero. Where he, the where he didn't make out with Black Chick. Right, he end. didn't where make he, out with It was set up perfectly and it didn't happen. It's it very sad. But a new Alien movie is great. How do we get cool. to this from like Parks that. and Recreation? I can't turn anything to Alien and Predator. <laughs> I, yes. I did. That was so. my fault. We actually did a whole show where that's all we did was try to bring things to Predator. So, And then other than that playing, I'm... Playing way too much Smash Brothers. Oh well, we're not all, we're not on that segment. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying while you're watching Wayne. <laughs> well, it's not. No, you got to do watching first. Okay, because we need to have a turn. Well, I have ruined your podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> I'm so glad it took 80 episodes for you to get on. I know, <laughs> but well, in, but in terms of movies, I mean, it's just sad because we're in a really like. We're in the bad part of the movie season, yeah, so exactly. nothing good comes out right yeah, now. Wait so. till you hear my part. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> did you see Fifty Shades of Grey? I have not. I have not. Would it, would it surprise you if I said I actually saw it? No, would not at yeah, all. No, it wouldn't surprise me. No, either. I saw it. Why? I, out of morbid curiosity, <laughs> no. I'm... I, we, uh, I went with somebody who was. We were so morbidly curious to see what a train wreck it was, and we're in the theater with all these people who are like just being. They're so into it. We are cracking up laughing. Like we're we're like Robert De Niro in Cape Fear. It because it's so it is so laughably awesome. Like yeah. it is a great movie to were watch. You smoking a big and, cigar in the front yeah, row. I don't <laughs> smoke, but I was tempted just for that. It was like a bubblegum yeah. cigar. Yeah. Well, it, I, but it's so it's so bad. Honestly, you're it's the best time you're gonna have with the movies because of how awful yeah, it is. What you I wanted just said to do, it's the best time. What I wanted to yeah. do was go and sit behind a group of women and then during a sex scene just start going. <laughs> <laughs> And like pointing at them, that was my dream. I don't know. The, like I, I don't know if I was more disturbed though by the the number of mothers with daughters. Obviously, they. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Screw you guys. That's hot. All right. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> So, thank but, you. Yeah, yeah, I got another subscriber. Wa- watch it. Watch it. The riff. You you will love it. I cannot wait. For the riff tracks. Yeah. Mystery uh, Science Theater. <laughs> Mystery just, Science Theater 3000 does. It's Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, that's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will, what have, you, what have you been watching? Uh, that was a solid Cape Fear reference. <laughs> Not <laughs> enough of those. I, I went to go see Kingsman. Oh, you saw Kingsman, and it's really? a really solid film. Yeah, I've heard that. I've it's heard like really good not, things. It looks so fun. Well, it's it is. Ma- it's Matthew it's Vaughn, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And apparently, it was a comic, which I didn't know. And yeah, it's just it's a really fun film. It's, it's not it's not hilarious, but it's funny. It's not 
all action, but there's a lot of good scenes. Like, it's just great stuff. I, I, I don't know. It's, like, I wasn't like, oh, it was amazing. I was like, that was a nice movie. That was a really nice night I had. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't pay money to go see Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, and I didn't <laughs> have to see Fifty home, Shades so. of Grey. So. Yeah. Hey, who Good said choice. I paid money? Good oh, choice. Okay. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, what I, I've been watching, because I'm not sure. One, this is being recorded. This Sunday is the Oscars. Yes. Which yeah. means this Saturday is the Razzies. Oh. <laughs> and every year I try to watch all the Razzie uh, worst movie nominations. And I got four of the five. Uh, unfortunately, I did not get to see, which will probably be the winner, Kirk Cameron Saves Christmas. Oh, oh, no. I can't find it anywhere, but it's supposed to be the worst movie of all time. I heard it. I saw, I saw uh, the trailer for it. Worse than Manos, The Hands of Fate? Yes. That's a great movie. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, so what are the other four? What I did see, and I'll go in order of best to worst, uh, I saw Transformers 4. And <laughs> I saw that too. And here's yeah. The, yeah, I don't. I didn't think it was that terrible. No, it was that terrible. Well, to quote uh, Michael Bay, when they asked him what he's doing when he's directing, he says, "I make movies for thirteen-year-old boys. What a crime!" And if I was a thirteen-year-old boy, this would be the greatest movie I've ever seen. Uh, but Grimlock doesn't say me, Grimlock. No, not once. That is, an issue. and that is, and I'm very disappointed by that. The. The main issues is one. It is three hours long. Yeah. It is far yeah, too long. It has two endings. <laughs> yeah, two very logical Did places. They destroy to end a movie. ring. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> two. <laughs> two. T.J. Miller's in it and is the best part of the movie, and then he dies, and it's so <laughs> awful because he dies yeah, super the, early. How the other? How the other three people in that incident in that movie that scene yeah, get out alive, and he it. died. But. My absolute favorite scene in this movie, it's, it's it was Marky the Bud Light. Mark. No, it's Marky Mark and his daughter, and he find, who's in, like, shorty shorts the entire time, and the guy that he just found out his daughter is dating. And he goes up to him, and he's like, hey, you're too old to be dating my daughter. This is illegal. And he goes, no, we're protected <laughs> under the Romeo and Juliet laws. We had a pre-existing relationship before I turned 18. And he reached into his wallet and pulled the laws out. And I was like, oh, that makes me feel so good as a dad that my daughter's dating someone who keeps laws about sexual relationships <laughs> in He's his questioned wallet. about it so frequently. <laughs> See... Somebody writing that script had a point to me. (laughs) No, Gary, it's perfectly legal. (laughs) Romeo and Juliet law. They die at the end of that. And wasn't it in Texas? Yes, Romeo and Juliet? (laughs) (laughs) No. Transformers. I think it was in Venice Beach. Unsubscribed. Unsubscribed. Depends depends which version. The good one. Uh, next on the list is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, also oh. a Michael Bay joint. Uh, it's worse than Transformers in that it's not about anything. Like, they kind of just were like, hey, the Ninja Turtles are in this. That's enough. You know you know what's a shame? It's they got some characterizations of the Turtles right. Very broad characterizations. Yes. But it's just, like you said, it's it doesn't go anywhere. It just takes amazing Spider-Man plots from yeah. one and two. And puts them in there. Yes. Because it's the tower releasing the toxin. Yeah, it's climax. It's uh, just it's just boring. It's and then, and then like, the blood uh, sample, like, they got to get their blood so yes. they can replicate the, the serum. And, and then like, they go skiing. I don't know why. <laughs> that is, that, that's kind of a cool sequence. It, it makes is. no sense. No, no sense at all. And that, that's uh, at least a five-mile 
mountain. Yeah, mountain <laughs> slope that is within a half hour of New York City. Yes. Where <laughs> it's know. clearly spring, yet the mountain is snow-covered. Yes. With an avalanche that happens. <laughs> Makes no sense. But I will give Michael Bay credit for one line, which is April O'Neil and this other guy talking. And he goes, so they're aliens? And April O'Neil goes, no, that would be stupid. And I was like, good, good job, Michael Bay. Nice. I did like, though, hearing... For the first time, I, tonight I dine on turtle soup in Japanese. Oh, yes. Because it was subtitled. <laughs> so I'm assuming that's what he said. <laughs> uh, next on the list is, uh, oh, what's it called? Oh, uh, Left Behind, a remake of a uh, Cameron movie starring Nicolas Cage, who is insanely sleepy the entire movie. Oh, I got to see. I, I went to a Catholic high school. And we had a crazy religion teacher that that showed us the original Left Behind, and I immediately realized that if I had any doubts before, I was going to hell. They everybody disappears; it gets raptured. It's about the rapture, and their clothes stay behind. And my fr- yeah, spoilers. And my first <laughs> how thought, dare you ruin this for me? Thought was I bet their wallets are still in their pants. <laughs> I'm gonna be rich. <laughs> this is why you're left behind. I know. <laughs> Well, it's like, it sounds like the new Will Forte TV oh, yeah, show yeah, that's Last coming. Man on Earth. <laughs> uh, the thing about this movie is, I, I expected it to be really preachy, and I was like, I'm not going to have like an issue with that. But it's not. All it is, it's it's an airplane movie where they don't know how to land the plane. It, like, like it, it's snakes on a plane, but instead of snakes, it's God. And <laughs> can and we it, have a movie where Samuel Jackson shoots God? <laughs> I'm sick of these motherfucking deities. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I got carried well, away. Well, well, well. Unsubscribe. 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 I meant to censor myself, but I was far too... Living in a bitch does not endorse the, the wording of Noah Houlihan or Mixless Productions or Retro Word TV or its subsidiaries. I can't, I can't wait to edit that out. Uh but, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's a preachy movie. It feels like it was just an airplane movie, and they were like, we need a hook. It's like, well, let's make it really religious so we get all the religious people to go. Great idea. Get me Nicolas Cage. So it's, it, that one's really bad. But the worst one that I saw was The Legend of Hercules. Oh. <laughs> the, this, this, was, this was the one that wasn't The Rock, right? That wasn't yeah, The Rock. Was okay. The other and it one. Was, what was worse about it was The Rock should have been in it because it's about, like, Hercules like gladiator fighting but in like a WWE way like the first fight he has it's he's surrounded by people and they're like alright you have to fight Hercules and he throws a drop kick and then does a body slam I was like these are rock moves why isn't the rock in this movie if they just made that movie on purpose it would be great and then there's a part where Hercules is chained to these columns and he asks power from Zeus and he pulls down like bricks off of the columns, and he's still chained to these <laughs> large bricks. And then he just does God of War combos, like frame for frame, perfect God of War combos. It's like this. You're, this is still boring. So you this made a motion terrible. like he removed the chain from his elbow, and then ran across the Colosseum three times, and just dropped, <laughs> dropped a minotaur. That that would be great. Now, despite all that, I'm pretty sure Kirk Cameron Saved Christmas is going to win. If anyone knows how I can get my hands on this film, <laughs> that would be great. 
All right, I took up way too much time. I'm going to throw it back over to Joe. Joe, what you reading? What am I reading? Um, I actually went back to read The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath. I realize I never read that. The Bell Jar? The Bell Jar, yes. Sylvia Plath. Are you, are you going to tell us about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just a book about insanity, just pure insanity. Okay. She goes on a downward spiral and goes insane. And reading the prose makes you go insane as well, along with her. So it's a really interesting book. I'm at. I'm like a literary nerd too. Uh, oh, okay. Aside from like fiction and all that stuff, I love Philip K. Dick and all that stuff. Um, speaking of which, they're making a new language. Um, um, they're making a Man in High Castle show, which is oh, really the Man in High Castle. I believe Netflix or Amazon is doing it. Good. Keep it off actually, actual television. Yeah. It's way better if it's streaming. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I'm looking forward to it. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it sounds good. I'd watch it. <laughs> I hope it's on Netflix so I can watch it. <laughs> Mike, what have you been reading? I am a terrible reader. That's um, fine. And, and I, I'm just, I'm not someone, I, I'm just not into reading. And I, and I don't, I. I you stopped yeah. reading when video games stopped coming with books? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll read occasionally when I want to, when I'm going to sit down to read really soon, and I haven't gotten to read it yet, but Steph Juhas's book, oh, yes. American Goulash, American Goulash. Uh, yeah, yeah. which, uh, She's a really great friend of mine. She she's also part of Living Napits, and I'm part of the stuff that she does at Cinevore. Um, and I'm about to finally start reading her book. I've just been so busy we, with we are, so many things. We are making a counter argument for that book called American Hamburger Helper. No, so. it was, uh, <laughs> it was, where's she from? <laughs> I forget. Her her family's oh, no, no. from Hungary. It, yeah, it was, it was yeah, Hungarian, it was literally Transylvania. Helper. Yeah. <laughs> Like her family, her ancestry is literally from Transylvania. <laughs> She's a first generation American. So. All right, but yeah, check out check out her book, American Goulash, and she has a blog. Uh, like I'll, uh, she, her blog posts are great. Yeah, if you've never read them, uh, she posts at least two or three a week between American Goulash. She has a great one called C is for Cookie. Uh, or no, C is for crazy. Excuse me, and it's her the evil <laughs> the voice. Cookie in her, Monster wrote, and her e- well, cookie. her evil voice in her head is Cookie Monster. So mm. she's writing about how the crazy things is being told to her by Cookie Monster. Excellent. So that's a really great blog as well. So check out Step Stuff. I have to check that one out. Uh, Will, what have you been reading? Uh, I I didn't finish it. I was reading. I think it's called uh, Logical Insanity. It's about World War One. It's like the ramp up and then the kind of... History nerd. I know. The industrial just death of people. And then it got to the point, uh, it was I forget the name of the battle, but it's it's in Europe and the ground's so churned up from the shells and stuff that it's just muds killing people. And there were like, descriptions of dudes that would fall into like a mud pit. You can't climb out. Nobody can help them. The guys come back like three days later and they're just an insane head sticking out of mud and I stopped listening to it because I like I know people live through this I can't hear about it <laughs> <laughs> I'm depressed now <laughs> I have a little PTSD <laughs> based from hearing about it yeah it's like reading Tim O'Brien he does that to you mm. I, like, I couldn't finish yeah. it so I stopped I assume we win so <laughs> here's, here's hoping <laughs> Uh, I I'm still reading Preacher. I still don't understand it, and I have nothing new to add. <laughs> Did you? Say, oh, you said that last week. Yeah, last week I was reading. Because I read, Pre- I loved the beginning of Preacher. I hate the beginning of Preacher, really? and I hear that it gets better. That's the only reason I, I'm still see reading. See, it died off for me. Well, have you uh, see it you ne- next week? It. We'll talk about it when you finish yeah. it. <laughs> that sounds good, Joe. I'm going to throw it back to you. What are you playing? Um, as you know, as far as old gen. 
Which is what I've been playing. Actually, I went and played Earthbound. I've been going. Oh, really? That. That's been on my list for what is it? Decades now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, right? And I actually I'm literally dozens of years. Dozens yeah. of years. Yeah, it's sitting there right next to Chrono Trigger. I'll get oh, to you. That's too. a good one too. But I've been playing Earthbound and being really sad because like. Halfway through the game, this 11-year-old boy has, like, $50,000 in his bank account. It must be <laughs> nice. His dad just deposits in every time he, he kills, like, a crazy sign or, like, a roller skating. Well, maybe you're you're you should kill something. bit silver spoon in your mouth. Yeah, and it, it just makes me, it makes, me, it makes me a little depressed. But, um, no, I've, I've actually been having a lot of fun with that. Um, my roommate has a PS4, so I've, I, I don't have a PS4 myself yet. So we, uh, we've been playing... Um, I've been playing Des- Destiny oh. on that a little bit. Yeah, it's I'm not I'm not too much of a fan. Yeah. Um, we do play Smash though on yeah. the Wii, which is which is pretty awesome. I have to say, I gotta get. To I Smash suck so him. bad at the old Smash. Yeah, this Smash, I have Sonic now, which he's like <laughs> the only character I'm good with. Mm, I'm a Duck Hunt guy. Duck Hunt, yes. Rob's actually pretty. Are good you too. that guy that stands at the edge of the stage? You just throw the frisbee. Oh yeah, throw the lot, can. A lot of wait. frisbee throwing. A lot of frisbee throwing. Yeah, the, yeah. The I hate you. The first time I played, the first time I played ever, I got a smash ball by throwing the frisbee randomly, and it made me feel so good inside. So yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah, I don't like you. Oh, <laughs> we're not friends anymore. I also use a little Mac. I hate you too. I hate little. Um, um. Come on, villager. I hate villager. Uh, uh, Yoshi? Oh, you can, you Yoshi's guy. fine. <laughs> right, yes. I'm just talking about, like, because I, I play so much Smash right now. Yeah. And I, I love playing For Glory one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same jerks every time with these characters. And they, like, uh, if they're playing as Ness, they'll run up to you and just PK fire you until you're up to, like, 90% and then bat you. Yes. And I hate that. I mean, I know it's legit, but I hate it. I hate. <laughs> yeah. But I, what I also hate, because this is now a thing, apparently, if you're Captain Falcon, you got to start with your taunt with, show me your moves. At the, and it's just like, really, dude? <laughs> so well, that's why. I, well, that's why I get a kick out of when they launch me and they taunt, but I don't actually go off the stage and I make and I recover yep. and then I launch Every them. Every comeback always feels that's, good. That's always my favorite. <laughs> And then, like, another thing I'm seeing all the time now with uh, King DDD. It's like, oh, let's lie down. Boy. Let's King lie DDD. down. Don't knock DDD. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what, but that's what they do. Like, they just stand at the edge of the stage and they, they push down. So they he, he like, poses like a, like a pinup girl. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's beautiful. One of my roommates plays as Zelda and she just teleports just all. Oh, gosh. Just that teleport, teleport, teleport. I'm just glad that they nerfed uh, Diddy Kong because yes. back on the, what was it, GameCube? Is that No. Well, he was on no, Brawl. Yeah, yeah. The bra- yeah. Uh, he would always just pull out two bananas, and he always had two projectile, and he would 1% you with bananas, and you would never touch him, but just banana, 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 banana forever, and it was the saddest It's like the days. people who are fox, and they just start with the laser, mm-hmm. and they just oh, yeah. shoot the laser. That's why he gets his ship. Well, my, a tank. my uh, well, his, that's his final smash, Yeah, but my, uh, my, my mains, like, Amateur I'm, always, play with your smash I'm always playing as uh, Link. So yeah. if I'm starting off against a fox, he'll start off with the laser, and I'll just arrow him until he <laughs> starts putting on his And we effect. all know that arrow beats laser. <laughs> <laughs> Link got a nice upgrade Twel- in this. 12% versus one. <laughs> and then my second main would be Zero Suit Samus. Yeah. Yes. Because she's, she's fast, she's hard to catch, and she's just awesome. I really thought you were going to say pretty. <laughs> yeah. Because she's pretty. Oh, 
I'm not going to argue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the eye. So, but uh, yes, I've been playing a lot of Smash. Will, what have you been playing? Uh, Telltale released the second chapter of Game of Thrones. So, go Is get- it any good? It's so good. I love the Telltale. Like, I played the Back to the Future one. I hear that. I, I thought it was good. okay. Yeah, I, I liked it. Okay. I played the. Wa- I Felt do clunky. not like Walking Dead. I loved the game. I thought that was great. The Game of Thrones one, awesome, and I love just the constant anxiety of mm. whether or not it's like life. Like, did I do the right thing? <laughs> Which uh, I what say part this, of the story he'll remember. It? It, you are a Northern Bannerman. Do you know Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, yeah. You're a Northern Bannerman. I don't think they're mentioned. They didn't make them up. They did exist. It's mm. called. Uh, I'm gonna House Forester. I was thinking Iron Wrath. Thank you, that's crowd. Where they live. Yeah, it's House Forester and House Whitehall. They're like rivals. Mm-hmm. Forester side is a uh, Stark boys, and mm-hmm. the other side are Bolton guys. So now they're picking mm. on them. I'll do. And so you're trying <laughs> cool. to keep your house from falling apart. I don't like the every all the main characters make cameos, and I get that's what people want, but I always hate that. But it's not super obnoxious. I like seeing them. And though, it is when you the, can. it's all the voice actors. Like it is the actors doing their. Well, characters, that's cool though. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Dune. Yeah, it's it's like, but you're on your one character's on the wall, and then Jon Snow's right. like, "I'm in this too," and you're like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> you know, like, no reason for you to talk to me. <laughs> no, he doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> Kit Harington was just bored. Uh, so real quick, because we are super going over. Uh, I got Ducktales remastered. And it's nice. so good. I want to play that. It's so good. My only thing that upsets me is the last level is like a time trial, and I'm really bad at it. And uh, once you beat the time trial, you're followed by a second time trial that I <laughs> don't get to practice because I'm busy losing at the first one. So, and the review I heard was it should only take you five hours to beat this game. Well, that time trial is brutal. So. <laughs> It's it's Ducktales in all its glory, and and you actually get to jump and do the dive into the money pit, and that's, <laughs> oh, that's just awesome. I spend so much time just jumping into the how's, money pit. How's the remixed music? Great, so good. It's uh, the moon music is wonderful. Of uh, course, yeah, yeah, and the backgrounds are gorgeous. As so. as as a plug for a guy on Retro War TV, uh, there's this guy. His name's Banjo Ali, and he does banjo covers of video game music, <laughs> and he just did the moon theme. Oh, that's and it's great. amazing. I, I need to so get go to retrowartv.com and check it out right now. <laughs> yeah, banjo music. Uh, and that's going to do it for what you watch and what you read and what you're playing. Uh, we got to go super quick with this one. We end all of our games, or all of our podcasts, with a game. Uh, this is host versus guest versus audience. Uh, I'm going to have to kick one of you guys out so we can get an that's audience fine. member. All right, bye, oh, Joe. I was hoping Joe Give it up for dead. Joe. Give it up for him. <laughs> you don't have to leave. No, get out. The oh, store. Yeah. Leave the store. <laughs> uh, this week we're putting up Airheads again. Uh, for some reason, no one can ever take Airheads away from us. I such love a that great movie. Film. Airheads on DVD. Mike, what is movie? What prize did you bring? Uh, Living Eight Bits on DVD. Oh wow! I hear that's a twenty dollar value. <laughs> it is. Uh, now to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to get, bring a gift as well. What did you guys bring this week? Ooh, I want that Ren and Stimpy. We got Ren and Stimpy <laughs> on DVD and The Art of Mass Effect. Uh, we have a, a sci-fi blind box, and we have a overclock remix of Donkey Kong Country 2. I'm sorry, Donkey Kong Country 2. Diddy. Uh, <laughs> anything else? Any other takers? 
All right, Mike, as our guest, it is up to you. Would you like to play for the Overclock Remix CD, for the Ren and Stimpy, or for the Blind Box? I'm going Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy, come on up here. I used to watch this show all the time. You know what stunk, as a, as a side tidbit? Ren and Stimpy was on at 9 o'clock on Saturday nights. Yep. Snick. Growing up, there was only one TV with cable in the house. <laughs> at the same time, my parents wanted to watch Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Oh. I never got to watch Ren and Stimpy <laughs> because we were always had to, I was always outvoted. <laughs> to watch Dr. Qu- so I was very well acquainted with Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman <laughs> growing up as well. A uh, special audience member, please introduce yourself. Hello, I am Ramon. Hello, Ramon. watcher, occasional guests. <laughs> Thanks for coming up here and playing. Now, I try to cater uh, the game to the guest. So okay. we're going to be playing a game called Making a Living in 8 Bits. I collected what? a... <laughs> yes, wordplay. Uh, I collected a bunch of Help Wanted ads... From the 8-bit world. And you need to tell me what video game is hiring based off these help wanted ads. Buzz in by saying your own name. Okay. All right? And uh, just so you know, the game is hiring. It doesn't mean that they're hiring the main character. So keep that in mind. Everybody understand? So it's the game title. Yes, you're looking for the game title. Ready? Here we go. Question one. Uh, Looking for someone with great endurance and accuracy. Pay based on success rate. Must be okay with doing newspaper interviews. Must. Nah. All right. I jumped the gun. (laughs) I didn't hear a name, so you're cool. (laughs) Ramon. Uh, Must work well with. Ramon. Oh, Ramon. Paperboy. Paperboy is correct. I was going to say that, but I wasn't sure. What with newspaper interviews? Yeah, at the end, there's always uh, a, a newspaper. Right. Paperboy delivers. I was going to say yeah. Paperboy, and I was like, oh, wait, no. It's like, yeah, well, our front headline's on our Paperboy who delivers your newspaper. <laughs> who does yeah. the job we pay him for. <laughs> Must work well with dogs, deaths, boys with hoops, and jugglers. <laughs> All right, so that's one point for Ramon. Here we go. Question number two. Uh, looking for impossibly small man with lots of spice and very clean shoes. Speed far more important than actual cooking experience. Insurance is not covered, so must be very comfortable with ladders. Uh, worker will work with pickles after some experience. Mike. Yes, Mike. Uh, burger time. Burger yes. time is correct. Couldn't remember the name. That's my favorite. One point, Mike. One point, yeah, Ramon. You, you use pepper to get the yeah. talking, walking hot dogs and eggs. <laughs> and eggs. Question three. Uh, need someone to keep me motivated. Located in New York and knowledge of the Nintendo Power Club, a plus. Uh, must be able to state the obvious and needs to keep me in shape, but does not need to be in shape yourself. Bring your own bicycle. I will. It's yes, punch will. out. Punch out is correct. I wanted to hear the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was very entertained. All right, points all around. Here we go. Uh, teammates needed to represent our country. Only considering three distinct body types. Must be able to pass, shoot, and get into the occasional scuffle. Bonus if you think Zambonis are hilarious. Mike? Yes, Mike. Blaze of Steel? That is incorrect. I can't oh, think of ice- name. Will or Ramon? Uh, is it ice hockey? It is ice hockey. Is, the, ah! is the answer that he said? <laughs> I was going to say ice hockey. But I know what you said steel. almost the whole thing. The three body types. It was yeah, I know, I know. I did. Uh, no, Game Boy, right? I'm I terrible. Game Boy and NES. I had a Game Boy. And I, I always it. thought it was great when the Zambonis came out. I would be 
Well, the Zamboni goes out on Blades of Steel, too. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah. And actual hockey games. No. Is Wait. that what they're from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you're choosing your team, you just see the Zamboni drive back and forth. <laughs> and you get into scuffles. It's just the three-body... T- uh, yes, I'm, I'm that was, that was key. That was key. <laughs> All right. Uh, two points, Will. One point, Ramona, right Mike. Sport, Here we go. That's wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. Dancers needed. Looking for a team of three who can do very simple choreography. Must be able to dance when cued when button overhead is pressed. Dancing as a team should cause power-ups. Please send sizes to be fitted for penguin suit. Oh, no. Nobody knows. Ramon. Ramon. Madagascar 3. No, Madagascar 3. Good answer. That is incorrect. You guys want to take a guess at all? What's the... I'm trying to think of a bit that... Dancers needed. Looking for a team of three. You can do very simple choreography. Must be able to dance when cued when button overhead is pressed. Who danced in NES? Dancing as a team should be cause power-ups. Please send sizes for penguin suit. No guess? No guess? No, I got nothing. This NES game was called Pinball. Oh, that's ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> I know now that you give it, me the name. It, it's a game. I know, <laughs> I have it. It's, it's, I have the game. No, I mean, what we're playing is a game. That's what no. supposed to, if, if it was easy, it'd be stupid. I'm terrible at quiz shows. <laughs> I would be awful on Jeopardy. I would be the person with, like, I'd be, like, on SNL Celebrity Jeopardy with, like, negative $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question six. Here we go. Chef needed. Absolutely no experience needed. Time mostly spent pulling levers. Must be okay with the bakery's name being someone who does not actually work there. Mike? Yes. Yoshi's Cookie? Yoshi's Cookie is correct. Very good. Two points for Mike, two points for Will, one point for Ramon. Question number seven. Exterminated needed with very musical feet. Must be able to walk while completely defying gravity. No poison or traps. Please only use ridiculous methods for killing. Mike? Yes. Donkey Kong 3? That is incorrect. Must be okay with confined underground areas. Exterminator needed with musical feet. Must be able to walk completely defying gravity. No poison or traps. Only ridiculous killing methods. Must be okay with confined underground areas. Ramon. Yes, Ramon. Dig Dug? Dig Dug is correct. Nice. Well done. It's all tied up, and it's going to come down (laughs) to the last question. This is exciting. Question eight. Durable driver needed. Must be able to get up and return to vehicle after many accidents. Ah! Yes, Mike. Excite bike. Excite bike. <laughs> that means Mike is our winner. Mike, you win the Ren and Stimpy DVD. Yeah! A, a DVD of Airheads. And, and this $20. Oh, I gave it away. <laughs> he gave it what to a nice guy. Mom. What a generous fellow. He gave me his Living in 8 Bits DVD available here and now and uh, presumably on your website. On our website, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give it up for Ramon Look, for the- getting up here. I think it's I a like- fair trade. I want the internet to know that Mike took all the DVDs out of the Ren and Stimpy to make sure they were there. He basically bit the gold coin like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
There could be wet newspapers in here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, All right it checks we're out. We're it checks out. out. Would it, would it, is it bad that I already have Airheads on DVD? <laughs> no, why would that be bad? I have a that with like PCU double pack. <laughs> I, I can donate it back if you want. It's to you. yours to do yeah. with as you will. You can give it. You can give it to Joe. Nah, he's giving it back to me. All right. Oh, well, because yeah. I want to see that go to someone who has not experienced the awesomeness that is Airheads. Because I do have it. It's film. not that I'm, it's a great movie. I love the movie. Absolutely. They they take over the radio station. Yeah. Don't. Shh, what if no one's seen it? Dude, the 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 Lone disc Rangers. jockey is Joe Montana, who's yeah. Fat Tony from The Simpsons. <laughs> You got Judd Nelson as the radio executive. Harold Ramis shows up. The cop is Ernie Hudson. It's a great movie. And the radio station Michael is at, Richards. And yeah, he's in the air ducts with a machine gun. Yes. <laughs> and the and the uh, the plaza they shot the movie at, that's the same plaza as Die Hard. Oh. <laughs> that's right outside the Die Hard building because that's the Fox headquarters. That's what they renamed it to. I'm going to rewatch Airheads. Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah, yeah, if you look, that, that whole outside area of the radio station, that's Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> it's awesome. I love that movie. See, I'm proving to you that I like this movie. <laughs> I don't, did anyone doubt Mike? No. Mike also writes IMDb trivia. <laughs> <laughs> do you do the known fours as well? Because then we have a lot of questions <laughs> for you. All right, we got to get out of here. Anything you guys want to plug? Uh, definitely check out Living in 8-Bits. You can check us out on our YouTube channel at Mixed Nuts Productions. Uh, our website is MixedNutsProductions.com or LivingIn8Bits.com. You can buy our DVDs, uh, Living in 8-Bits, for $20 at our website. And we also have a link so that you can get the uh, our sister series, Nerd vs. Geek. Uh, which I also worked on and Matt and Steph worked on. Fantastic show. And Stephanie Uhas, friend of the show. Absolutely. Uh, our Twitter is Living in 8-Bits. Our Facebook page is Living in 8-Bits, and we have a Mixed Nuts Productions Facebook page. And um, I, I'm sure we're probably on MySpace somewhere, if anybody still uses that. <laughs> and maybe Friendster Ooh. and um, Carrier Pigeon. Ooh. Nice. Where, where can they get copies of Township? Uh, nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Currently unavailable. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Give it up for living in eight pits, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having us. Will anything to add? Uh, Joe, shut up. <laughs> guys, be sure to give us five star review on uh, iTunes and leave a fact about pineapples, and I'll read it on the show. I don't have any facts. Nobody's left any. <laughs> you have no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, so, no, don't unsubscribe. Leave a five-star review and leave a fact about a pineapple, and I'll read it on the show. I'm going to leave a four-and-a-half-star review, and I'm going <laughs> to leave a fact that? about a pumpkin don't on the dare. show. Don't you dare. Also, you can give us five stars on Stitcher. Also, you can vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Make us the podcast of the month. Upcoming shows include uh, on February 26th, next week right here, we are going to have stand-up comedian Jess Carpenter. He hosts Comedy Deconstruction. Uh, on March 5th, we're going to have Sidewalk Atlas. They are a steampunk band, so be sure to come over down here for this. Uh, then on March 12th, we have Nicole Klein. Uh, she is uh, the creator of Cardboard Fortress Games. She also is a writer for geekadelphia.com uh, on the March 19th we're going to have Samuel Riley no not Samuel he's also known as Hot Sammy Sliz he is a Twitch uh, let's player so be sure to check that out 
And then uh, on April 2nd, we have Libby Rydell. She's the host of Chaotic Awkward, which is a show over in Philadelphia. And then on April 4th, April 4th, April 4th is a Saturday. Oh, on April 4th, which is a Saturday at the Tap Room, (laughs) will be the Slash Fiction World Championships. I knew the whole time I was doing it to build tension. People who think I'm stupid. (laughs) So be sure to check that out. It's going to be fantastic. Also, be sure to come to Adventureland here in the Voorhees Town Center every Friday for Hero Clicks. And you can be part of the free comic book day $500 Hero Clicks tournament. I'm out of breath. That's going to do it for the show. Thank you guys so much for coming out here. And we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) 